0: If you would, please open up with me in your Bibles to Malachi chapter 2, but really Malachi chapter 3. We've got one verse in chapter 2, and then we'll be breaching into chapter 3. Please open up with me there. While you're opening there, uh, three things happen somewhat simultaneously on uh, the past couple weeks uh, that I thought might be most fitting for an introduction to uh, this Bible passage that we have before us. You already have a hint uh, regarding the uh, wearying of the Lord from the children's message, but uh, these three things are as follows, and they seem uh, quite different, and yet I hope to bring it all together uh, that we might flow into the Word uh, most naturally. So uh, uh, one of the things is that I've picked up a more regular practice of my five-string banjo. Many of you know that I and Rebecca are a, a serious bluegrass fans and aficionados. Uh, we really like bluegrass and, uh, and I like it enough that I play the five-string banjo poorly. And so I've been practicing a little bit more. And uh, surprise, surprise, as I have been practicing, you'll be pleased to know I've gotten better. Uh, another thing that uh, has happened in the past couple of weeks, I've taken up uh, some of the languages that I know. Uh, now these languages aren't really spoken a lot in these parts, uh, but uh, the languages that I know are Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. Uh, these are the three languages that you'll find in the original manuscripts of uh, the Word of God. And uh, as uh, uh, the Lord had it in timing uh, at the church, some of my duties here, as well as with, uh, you might know, my six-year-old, my four-year- old and my two-year- old. Uh, sometimes my language studies fell to the wayside, and I got rusty. But as I have picking them back up uh, surprise, surprise it 's come back almost like riding a bike. And then here 's the third one that 's a little bit different, all right? The practice makes sense, I think and yet there's another one. I saw this article and there's kind of a movement in in, in a certain group of individuals in America right now and uh, I get it that if you're familiar with this there's a little bit of politics in the background. Uh, I don't really know too much about that and so I'll stick that there but I thought that this this point was really poignant for uh, not only today's word, God's word here, but but also for the heritage that I was just speaking of regarding the R in associate reformed Presbyterian church, our denomination, our heritage. Uh, there's been a movement where a uh, certain rich elites uh, uh, have told their children uh, that they will not have any inheritance. Uh, the reason being is that uh, that puts them ahead, and that by putting them ahead, uh, that they won't have a true understanding of what it means to uh, live life, or uh, to uh, to be kind of a one of the many. You know, they don't want to have this elite status or something like that. And it really stuck with me because at first I said, "Yeah." That's right, uh, because my inheritance, maybe as some of you y'all's know, it's I'm not as much on the uh, millions of dollars and a little bit more on the sentimental side, you know. And so I'm like, yeah, that's right, you know, you rich elites or something like that. I don't know. But as I thought more about it, I thought, wow, what does this mean for the church? Because indeed we have an inheritance, an imperishable inheritance that's been given to us, promised to us from eternity past by God, the Father, God of the universe. But what are we doing with that? What are we doing right now with the inheritance that we've been given as confessors, as professors of the Lord Jesus Christ? Another way to put this and to connect all the dots, I think, are we practicing our Christian faith? Are we rusty? Or do we even remember any of the words at all? If you're familiar with bluegrass, any of the licks at all? A bluegrass lick, right? If you're familiar with music. Oregon has a few licks, right, Judy? Piano maybe. Here's our main point today that the Lord answers for us. I think it's a very important one, even if you don't ask it right now. Uh, as your pastor, as, as, uh, as the Lord has allowed me uh, uh, in good timing and in his providence to proclaim words to you in this area at this time, I'm telling you that this question, if you are a, a professor of Jesus Christ, that this question is floating around in your unconscious if you aren't thinking it consciously. And here it is. Can I grow as a Christian? Can I grow as a Christian? You might say yes of course. How many years have you been professing in the Lord Jesus Christ? And I ask you again, can I grow as a Christian? It's a most important question for us in the 21st century with our heritage. What are we doing? Are we squandering an inheritance? (laughs) Nobody's withheld it from us. But are we acting as if it has been? Let's pray. We'll see God's word and what he has for us today. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word thank you for that inheritance and so now God I pray that by your Holy Spirit indeed you might stir within us your people that you might by your spirit even as you tell us in your word wield this word like a two-edged sword that is sharp enough to cleave even bone and marrow and so Lord do it in our hearts cleave us Lord we pray that we might cleave to you Lord, would you do it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Malachi chapter 2 verse 17 and then five verses in chapter 3. You have wearied the Lord with your words. But you say, how have we wearied him? By saying everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord. And he delights in them. Or by asking, where is the God of justice? Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he